everyone, and welcome to One Controller Per Podcast, episode 85. 85, yes. I'm Benjamin Yoder, here to talk to you today about video games. I just, uh, it's the end of my, I guess you'd call it holiday break, kind of. There's still, uh, I think I get New Year's Day off, so I go back to work for one day and go back. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I try to make as much use of that time as I could. Um, I did a really nice mix of just like uh, working on stuff. I, I put a lot of time into making the Team Innocent video and I, I cleaned up uh, my Mighty Number no. 9 uh, video a little bit. And then hopefully going to get started on writing another script here soon. That is my hope. Maybe maybe another two scripts. We'll see. Uh, just ke- kind of keep things rolling. I need to make sure I don't end up in a position where I have like a giant gap <laughs> in in content. I'm gonna try to push out a video. I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna shoot for a video a month, but I don't know. I don't want to like stress myself out and like kill myself trying to <laughs> to uh, meet that goal per se. I, I mean, part of last year. Um, was or 2018 for me was just like not taking care of myself so I need to make sure I do that that is more important than posting videos on <laughs> on YouTube my website but uh but yeah I, I want to get things rolling so I can kind of have like a consistent flow hopefully um it, it's always crazy like how intensive editing video editing is considering my videos are pretty simple um so I it's 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 a lot of work still though even though they're very simple so yeah, and so I did that, and then I also um I didn't do as much cleanup I was hoping. I think I think last week I I, I mentioned that I was trying to beat some games that I had started but not finished. Um, I think since then I didn't really touch anything that I was hoping to 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 finish off that I had already uh, uh started playing through. Um, I did sit down and play through Gun Gauge um, in its entirety after like two years of saying that I wanted to play it. So I, I went ahead and did that. It's a pretty short game. It's like uh, about an hour long and there's four, four playable characters. So it's about four four hours or so, probably closer to five. Uh, I think was, some of the characters were like one, 110 to 120. So probably closer to like five hours. And there's not really much else to do in the game after that. <laughs> um, so I think that's going to maybe be one of the videos. I need to start scripting it out and seeing if it's going to be worth worth it. Um, um, but yeah, so, so I, I played through gun gauge. Uh, now I can finally put away this European PS2 until I have another day that I need pal, <laughs> um, a pal, uh, game that I'm going to play. I think glass rose, I'm getting a copy of that at some point. Maybe, uh, is it Trinity Ozil? That doesn't sound right. Trinity Ozil. No, sort of Etheria. What is Trinity Ozil? Trinity Ozil is a PS3 game. Sort of Etheria, I think it's called, um, is another game I, I believe I'm getting. Um, so I, I, I plan to play those two at some point. Um, and I'm also looking into soft modding my North American PS1, so our PS2, so I can uh, actually play Japanese PlayStation 2 games and PS1 games over component as well as another thing. That'd be uh, but good. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the best way to do that is. It seems like maybe with my model, the best thing to do is just like to buy a memory card that's uh, that's already loaded with soft modded stuff on it. And then you just basically plug the memory card in. So we'll see. I'm, I'm kind of looking around. Obviously, I don't want to like pay out the the butt for that kind of stuff. So so yeah. 
Um, otherwise, I played a lot of Final Fantasy XIV over the break. A, a amount that I would say is not a good amount, probably. Um, and I, I don't know how much I really got done. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I did a lot of like side quests and stuff. Um, basically, I focused on Archer for a good long time. Um, got it from like level 18, I think, to about level 32. Um, and, and, and I had saved a bunch of like old 2.0 Gridania content side quest co stuff for that, for that job. So, so I basically cleared out all the Gridania content, um, for, for 2.0 for low level stuff. Um, and I'm, I think something I'm kind of surprised by, um, is this feeling that the, and maybe it depends on where you are in the 3.0 and 4.0 story, but the the 2.0 areas don't really have a lot of like added content since I last played it. Since 2.55, it's all it's all pretty much just like the stuff that was there at launch, and and then nothing else. Um, there are some like quests like the the extreme primals and stuff like that, but but nothing that really feels to really encompass the the that area and like explores those those characters uh there's the delivery moogle quest stuff i'm not sure if those extended into 3.0 at all i think they may have only been 2.0 content which those are probably some of my favorite quests in the game which they just basically focus on uh individual npcs in the environment guild masters all that stuff and tells a story about them when they typically wouldn't have much of a story beyond some flavor text um and gives them some some pretty in-depth cutscenes and stuff um so I really enjoy, enjoyed doing that. And I really didn't touch much Heavensward stuff though. I'm I'm worried that um that I won't get through much of 3.0 before I fall off the game again. <laughs> so so yeah, we'll see. I'm not really sure what my next goal is. I think I want to finish up the delivery moogle stuff. I think I have like five to ten left possibly. Um, but those quest lines are pretty easy to do, so it's not really a a big a big uh, undertaking or anything like that. So. So, I looked around at news this week and didn't see much, but Comic Cat, uh, I think it's 95, is going on uh, over the weekend, I believe, this weekend. I, I believe, uh, was, I don't know what days it is exactly, but, but Comic Cat 95 games, uh, there's like this... I'm trying to remember who it is. Let me let me see if I can pull it up here. It's uh, Eldweiss Now. They uh, basically have like a compilation video of all the Comic Cat games. Um that are at each event. Um, it's an interesting thing. It's like an hour, hour to hour and a half long, typically. And I'll link it in here. But uh, basically, they just go ahead and just bundle all the Comic Cat uh, game trailers together. So you can kind of sit there and look at it. And uh, the thing is, though, is that like most of them, I think from a foreign perspective, are not particularly interesting to look at. <laughs> um, and you're also getting games that are very like bottom of the barrel in terms of production values. I mean, these are very uh, cheap games I guess I don't know the best way to put it uh I would say the indie space in Japan in terms of like the doujin indie space um is at a much lesser quality typically than than the American indie space but hey you know there's always there's always some bad indie stuff everywhere um but but I do think there's some interesting things in there uh one in particular I was looking at was Blue Gunner um it's basically just a, like a stealth third person shooter uh by this company I think called Indie US let me pull that up here yeah, indie-us, um, and yeah, it's a, it, it doesn't look like it plays very well, <laughs> um, um, I think the reason why I'm interested in it is because it has a lot of animation and stuff going on in it, and it doesn't look like particularly good 
animation. It reminds me of like how the undead syndrome looks where everything just looks a little stiff and, and like somebody had put some effort into making these animations, but at the same time, they just don't, didn't come together in a way that looks, looks uh, good. But uh, yeah, it just, it just looks like a, a weird curiosity third person shooter to me. And that's, I, I think I always just like am attracted to that kind of stuff. Um, just seeing like, I think it's like Sword Girl Alice. I picked that up a while ago. I haven't sat down to play it, and it doesn't play particularly great. But uh, but seeing these like low budget games really try to to create, I guess what you would consider to be a a genre that requires a lot of like uh, time and polish and money, obviously to some extent, uh, to create a a well playing version of that. Uh, it's it's interesting seeing somebody trying to do that without any of that stuff. And, and what they come up with at the end of it. <laughs> um, uh, they also, I was looking at uh, their, their development lineup, but they also had a game called Flyers, which I'm not sure if I'm that interested in or not. I think it looks, I think what's most interesting about it is that there's like an early video on their YouTube channel uh, that shows Flyers um, in like two years before it was done. And it was, it was interesting to see like where, where the game started and like where it ended up and what was considered to be you know, acceptable levels of polish to be done. Um, but I might check that out. Uh, we'll see. Blue Gunner's not out yet. I think it's just a trial version uh, this year. Uh, there's Flan. Flan actually looks pretty solid. Um, I think I think most people would look at this and, and think this is an actual video game they might want to play. <laughs> um, basically, you're just a little, a little character who has like this Dark Knight that follows them around. And it looks like you can kind of use the Dark Knight and the character to solve puzzles together. There's a similar game called... Um, I think it's called Girl and the Robot or something like that. It came out on PC a while ago. Um, and it's just basically, you know, kind of like just having a one weak character and then one character who's like kind of the stronger character. And you just have to kind of puzzle out how to get them to work around the environment to help each other kind of thing. Um, it has a really, a really nice look to it. Um, all these games, I'll just go ahead and just link the trailers in, in, in the description for probably probably easier but it's got like a nice dark shadowy look it's isometric and and um you're kind of just on these like floating paths and stuff but but it's got it's got a, a style that isn't just like like blue gunners like oh some dude trying to make an anime game but it didn't turn out so good <laughs> kind of thing um speaking of not turning out so good uh there's also cyber shinoba uh, which this game looks like a train wreck, but in a way that I'm actually kind of interested in it. Um, it's like a, a stealth, uh, side scroller that takes place within a 3d space. It's, it's very strange, uh, to explain. There's like depth to the backgrounds. I guess you could kind of compare it to little big planet a little bit, but if it was expanded out into like a full environment. So basically you move left and right, and then you can rotate the camera. Uh, and if you're looking at the, the, tra the trailer for this footage or for this game, um, basically in the top right, you can see the radar and like how the map is rotating. But when the map actually rotates in game or when the camera actually rotates in game, it looks like a mess and you have no idea what's happening. <laughs> I think the reason why is because the environments aren't particularly distinct. They're just like a lot of blocks and stuff. So when you rotate the camera, they kind of have this this weird hitch to it in the first place. And then they also like d there's no defining landmarks to help keep you in line with where you're at. So it almost just looks like you're teleporting between areas, even though you're like kind of rotating the environment. And then you also like kind of move in and out of an environment. And so like it like 
the like the scale of the room changes to some extent because you're not seeing anything that's like towards the screen because you are navigating like a left and right movement kind of thing. It looks like there is some level of like free movement between the those the um the background though. It doesn't look like you're like locked to specific grids. Um, there's like a combat sequence in there where it shows like the character trying to fight another character. It looks bad, but, <laughs> but, but I think the movement is a really interesting thing. It reminds me a lot of like, uh, old Saturn games or like, uh, like that, is it bug bugs 3d? Is that what it's called? Let me see. Sega Saturn bug. Is it just called bug? Maybe it's just called bug. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like how uh, Bug looks. Uh, if you ever seen that for the Sega Saturn, which is just like uh, a weird hybrid of uh, like a two D side scroller that takes place within a three D space. It's 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 interesting to see. Um, it doesn't look particularly good. I think it's also just the trial version this time around for this. I think Flan is actually done. Um, so I might try to keep a lookout to see if if that ends up on like DL site or something. Um, I'm not sure if trial versions ever really get sold ever again after, after a comic cat kind of thing. I, I was recently trying to look into, uh, purchasing Dojin games, uh, physical copies if I could, but it's just uh, looking online. I really haven't found like a great source for that stuff. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of people kind of accumulating a lot of Dojin games. It seems like it's kind of just a a Dojin store will have a handful of games that they ended up with at some point, and and uh, then they sell those. And so it, it's it seems kind of hard to maybe not reliably find a game, but to reliably find a for, a source of those kind of games. It's 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 interesting. If you if you if you know of anything, let me know. Um, I tried reaching out to. Uh, Vink at Japan Retro Direct to see if he had any idea. He didn't really have any thoughts. He did poke around some of his contacts out there to see if he could find... Uh, I was looking for 24 Tokyo, which I talked about a few weeks back. I was seeing if there's a physical copy he could find. Uh, he wasn't able to reach out to anyone. But, I mean, the Dojin games have such a low print run that it's... I think that's the problem. It's just that you can't reliably find anything for the most part. You're just getting, you know, what, what um, actually uh, was sold at the, at the place, and then if they have any extra afterwards, um, so unless you're getting, like, the bigger stuff like that, uh, I forget what that series is called, the Animal, Animal Girl series, starts with a K, I forget what it's called, Kimono Friends, uh, there's, like, a fighting game for that, and I think you can reliably find physical copies of that fighting game, uh, these days, at least, I think they've been producing them quite a bit, um, but, that's for physical copies, digital, you, you have a pretty decent luck on Steam and both, um, on DL site, um, there's other stores as well you can look for that stuff online uh and the last one i was looking at which uh also looks like a pretty decent game too is uh sold art of the double arm all these names are just google translated so they could be completely wrong <laughs> um um but solar of the double arm is basically this like side scrolling uh i guess you'd call it kind of like a future uh looking sci-fi looking uh action platformer and basically it's like this girl who has like these two weapons that are attached to her arms to like these strings and it seems like when she uses the weapons they can kind of float away from her body and and kind of be positioned in places that she's not at and I'm, I'm, I can't really tell from the trailer but it basically looks like you could kind of use the like the, the position of the weapon and your body 
as like a tool for for fighting enemies and stuff um but it was it was again pretty hard to tell from the trailer i'm not sure if that was just like a weird situation that she was in or the like play person playing was in or if like it's a reliable strategy to sit there and like place yourself and your weapons between like or and putting an enemy between uh those two points um i thought it looks kind of neat it's got a nice look to it too um, it just, it's not like a, again, not like a blue gunner or a cyber Shinobo, which, which looks like somebody trying to figure out how the heck do I make 3d video games. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Dojin games are, are, are a fun, interesting thing in my opinion. I just, I wish I played more of them. It's something that I, I need to spend more time on. Um, and we'll see, maybe I'll make, I'll make a video of something at some point this year. Um, I, I sometimes debate about making videos of some older games already covered um, through articles and stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, I also don't want to like just regurgitate information over and over again. I feel like I have a bad habit of like, oh, I'm going to uh, retell an article that I wrote like four years ago because I don't like the, how the original article turned out. So I'm like, I can do this better now. And so I redo it basically. Uh, it makes it feel like I go back to the same pool a lot if I do that. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll do something. Maybe I'll do something on Blue Port J or something, but I, I, I am not planning on anything concrete i would think i'd rather spend time playing like water leaves or something the only problem with that being is that if it's a game that i don't particularly want to make a video for then at the end of the day i'm just like ah well i guess i uh <laughs> i guess i played that and now i gotta find something else to cover so so yeah um i guess that's it for today thanks for coming um i'm gonna be looking at trying to replace some equipment here and uh figure out uh what i'm going to do about uh the mic situation i guess i need to need to figure it out i mean in this video alone i'm sure i probably have like spiked the mic like four times and i need to figure out how to not do that i have a pop guard but i mean that only really helps with like the p's and the b's and stuff like that it makes it like so those don't explode but at some point i need to i need to do a better job with my voice level it's <laughs> the real answer um so yeah, I'm going to try to look into that, but I also like to replace the microphone so you don't, I'm sure probably noticed that at some point in like the podcast, it's like sometimes it's just like randomly static and stuff in, in some of my auto recordings and it seems to be related to my microphone. So I'm looking to replace that. Uh, for streams this week, we're going to continue to play uh, Ghost, almost said Ghost Recon, uh, Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, the PS2 version, not the PSP version, have the exact same name. <laughs> But we're and released only a year apart. Um, so standalone complex 2004, I guess technically what it is, and the, the is the PS2 one. The PSP one is 2005. Um, and then I think we're gonna try to do a Lost Reavers quick play stream. Um, I have seen situations where Lost Reavers servers seem to go offline at points, and when it's offline, you can't play it. So I'll try to have a backup set up just in case we try to play some Lost Reavers, and then it uh fails <laughs> so so i'll try to set up a backup um for that stuff otherwise uh if you haven't checked there should be a um a 2018 in review article i posted up for uh monday the 31st of december at nine so if you're already here listening to or if you're listening to this on monday it's probably up already nine pacific time uh so i guess afternoon if you're if you're in eastern standard time eastern standard time yep um 
So that's up, and it's basically just like a handful of thoughts I had about the year. Um, just specific thoughts I had about some games and some things that I, I don't know if I'll actually get around to covering. Um, so I just kind of put it in its own thing. Uh, or this, this article as like a dump of information. I was like, here are some things I wanted to talk about, but don't necessarily have a place to talk about them at this point. So, so yeah. Thanks for coming, and I hope you have a great week. And if you're listening to this on the 31st, Happy New Year to you. And hopefully we have a good 2019. Um, I'll try to go ahead and post up a, a, a video at some point to explain like the uh, the YouTube changes and stuff. And if I have anything else to to know about 2019, I'll, I'll go ahead and let you know. Um, but I feel like the 2018 article I kind of cover cover my 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 plans for at least early 2019. Um, and that uh, there's like some lists of like articles that I related to each thought, and then also included here's some upcoming stuff that uh, that I related to each thought too. So, yep. All right. Thank you very much, and you have a great week. Bye.